Morning, church. How's it all going? All good? Cool. Just want to again um, just say thank you to the eldership team for, you know, giving this uh, Kiwi boy the pulpit to bring the word this morning. Um, and as you know, we will be partaking in communion this morning. Praise the Lord. So the title of my message is Do This in Remembrance of Me. <clears throat> Excuse me. But actually that is not a title, but a statement that our Lord and Saviour offloaded to his disciples during the Passover meal. And on that same night, he was to be portrayed, deserted by his disciples. But what a significant night. Amen? What a significant night that the, that the Lamb of God was about to be sacrificed for you, for me, for this whole entire world, so that our sins may be forgiven. Hebrews 9 verse 22 says, For without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. The bread and grape juice are visible reminders of Jesus' agape love for us. His body beaten, broken, his precious blood shed for us. Romans 5 verse 8, But God, everyone say, but God. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Can I get an amen? amen. <laughs> so as the body of Christ, let's take the time this morning to be reminded of Jesus and what he's done for us and what he's continuing to do in and through our lives. I personally love taking communion. You know, honestly, do I personally love taking it because it's such a special time to reflect on my life, thanking Jesus for my salvation, and you ponder on the things that you are grateful for. You think about how our time on this planet is short. If you've been to a cemetery and you look at the headstone, someone once said, you know, you get the birth of a person, dash, and then when the person died, that little dash is like your life. So that's our life done and dusted. But praise God that our final home is with Jesus in heaven to those who belong to Christ. We are only passing through, but while we are waiting for Jesus, let's continue to live for him. There's a, Bible, sorry, there's a story in the Bible um, that I was always quite um, intrigued by, really. I mean, all scripture I, I love, you know. Uh, it's so good. Good stories in there. It's in Luke 24, verse 13. So I'm just going to quickly paraphrase that. I'll get through it quick. So it's about two of Jesus' followers, and they were on the road to Emmaus. The distance from Jerusalem to Emmaus is about seven miles. It's about a three-hour walk. It's quite a long walk. They walk seven miles, which during their journey, Jesus rocks up. You know, Jesus is walking along the way, and he shares scriptures with them. Then they stopped off at their home as they persisted Jesus to come and stay. And as he broke bread with them and blessed it and he gave it to them, suddenly their eyes were open and they recognized him. Then he disappeared from their sight. Then they said to each other, didn't our hearts burn within us? He talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us. Then within an hour, they were on their way back to Jerusalem. Another seven miles walk to tell the 11 apostles. So just a few points here. Point number one, their eyes were open. Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, let us keep, 
our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. I understand these two were in despair, sorrowful, but thank the Lord he is our anchor of hope. He's alive and well, the risen king. Point number two, they recognize them. Try to recognize Jesus through your pain. Trials in life, disappointments. Keep reading his word right here. The best book in the world. And to get to know Jesus more, developing a personal relationship with Jesus. And also Satan has blinded people from the truth. Second Corinthians 4 verse 4, you can look that up later. But let's keep drawing near to God. Know Jesus, make him known, and recognize Jesus in the midst of what you are facing. Point number three, hearts were burning. Hearts were on fire, I should say. Seeing the risen king, but also hearing scriptures being open to them. Best Bible study with Jesus. Amen? Ever. So this would have got them excited with zeal, passion, and a desire burning in their hearts filled with hope, faith, and love that they wanted to go and share this good news with Jesus. So my question to you this morning, what's burning on your heart this morning? Is it sharing about Jesus to someone, seeing a family member added to the kingdom, praying earnestly, like we heard this morning from Tulo, Malo Tulo, um, and for breakthrough and healing? Whatever it may be, you know, keep bringing it before the Lord. And point number four, energy renewed. Amen. These two racked up some mileages on their Fitbit watch, man, sheesh. So um, they walked 14 miles, which is a total of six hours in total. Remember, Christianity is not, oh, sorry, Christianity is about a person named Jesus. Keep walking with Jesus daily. And this journey is not a sprint, but a marathon. Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, But those who wait upon the Lord... He should renew their strength. They should run, oh sorry, they should mount up on wings like eagles and soar. They should run and not grow weary. They should walk and not faint. I've just got a picture up, going to be up soon by Jordan. Just a quick story. All right. So this was at a beach in New Zealand um, called Waimarama. It's in Hastings, Napier, if anyone's familiar with that location. Uh, as New Zealanders, we like the shorter names, so we call it Waimaz. Sounds cooler, Waimaz Beach. But um, so every year we like to take me, communion, me and my wife and family. We just want to honour the Lord, right? You know, take communion, do it in remembrance of Jesus. Pray for a good year of favour and, and his blessing. So we took this uh, the 1st of January this year, and we just dedicated it to the Lord. And um, I posted it on Facebook just as an evangelist tool, you know, just to share it with friends and family. And then a relative contacted me, and he was like, man, that, that picture, you know, I love it. And then straight away, I felt Holy Spirit say, ring him. So I gave him a call. He lived in Gisborne. And um, as I rung, rung him, he was just in tears. He was crying. Broken man. Um, he had a beautiful family. He owned his own house. He was a painter by trade. So he had all this thing, but he was missing Jesus. You know, he still came up short. So as we spoke on the phone, I was just, um, it was kind of like an 80-20 conversation, which was all right. He was doing all the talking. I was just listening and I was just, you know, feeding scriptures and sharing testimony. But at the end of our conversation, due to me posting this up on Facebook, I said to him, Cuz, would you want to give your heart to the Lord? And he started sobbing and crying. He said, yes. 
So I said, all right, beautiful. I said, I'm going to lead you through a prayer, which we call the salvation prayer. You know, Romans 10 verse 9 says, you know, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and, raised, and God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. And, you know, other scriptures, you know, those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. You know, those that are led by the Spirit of God will be uh, led by the Spirit of God will be the children of God. Amen. So he gave his heart to the Lord that day, and he said he felt the presence and the peace of God just basically fall upon him. And depression left, suicidal left, um, anxiety left. He just was totally transformed after receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior. So as we take communion this morning, I just want to yeah, just quickly share that on that day, um, just how amazing God is and God saves. And, you know, it wasn't me that done it, it was God. And he just used me as a vessel, a tool, on January the 1st that day where my cousin just said, yes, Lord. And I also followed him up. I said, have you got a Bible at home? And he said, yes. I said, great. I said, start in the book of John. Why? Because it highlights more about who Jesus is, you know. It, it just it will paint a better picture. I said, don't start in Leviticus. <laughs> don't start in Hosea because I don't want a backslidden Christian. But um, praise God that, you know, he starts in the book of John and he's going for it. And then maybe a month later, he came to Napier Hawks Bay and I was able just to catch up with him, reinforce it on what salvation means, and just to walk alongside this, not just get him saved and leave him to his own device, but it was more, how can I just disciple him a little bit, um, encourage him to go to a local church, you know, pray on it, ask God where you want me to go. And um, yeah, he's, he's well. I've rung him up last week and I said, mate, I'm going to share about you a little bit, part of my message. So this morning, guys, family, church family, we will take communion. Um, these two locations, the Northern Tribe and the Southern Tribe. No, just kidding. So we've got one here. Praise God. And we've got one over there. So, um, yeah, if you come up, come and grab one. And then we're just going to remain standing. And I will pray. And then we'll take the bread and the grape juice. Praise God. Could I get Tristan up just for a minute? If we can. Please, Tristan. Thanks, Tristan. I'm just going to get him to just play a background song. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks, bro. And just as you're all coming to get your bread and grape juice, just start thanking the Lord. Start thanking the Lord. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Give him thanks. The Bible says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Lord, we just want to bless your name this morning, Jesus. We thank you that your presence is here. Lord, I just pray you touch each and every person here, Lord, as we partake in communion, Father God. Your precious blood, your body, broken for us, Lord. We honor you this morning, Jesus. We honor you, Lord. And we want to thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are always welcome. Always your everywhere, Lord God. You're omnipresent, omnipotent, all-knowing. Father God, have your way this morning, Father God, as we partake in communion. We do this in remembrance of you, Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for that story that these two were just going back home, and they were sad, and the Bible says. They were. They were like, man, what's going on? This was the Messiah we're expecting, and now he got crucified. But Jesus, you turned up in their midst. You renewed them, Lord. You gave them revelation. You gave them scripture. And their hearts were burning, Father God. 
So, Lord, as we just give you all the glory this morning, Lord, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We just bless your name. Jesus, mighty name, we pray.